This is the Married Man Podcast, and I am Brian Bandis of The Married Man. This is episode number four, in which we're going to talk about what I would call the fundamentals. Maybe we talk about Michael Jordan, since he mastered the fundamentals. Before we do that, please consider subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening. That would mean that would mean the world to me. I think I just said that would mean that would mean the world to me. Uh, the Married Man podcast comes out once a week. This is where we talk about being a badass husband. This is where we talk about uh, how we become great men by stepping up to fulfill our role as husbands. For some of us as fathers, uh, my hope is that by listening to this, if nothing else, after you listen, that you'll leave with enough uh, gas in the tank to be ready to bring the freaking thunder for at least another week for your family because they deserve that from you and I know you want to give it to them. So let's jump in. Uh, I wrote an article. I wrote a married man email and we're going to talk about it, that at the end, uh, but I send out an email every week. Uh, sent this email out and I had asked my wife, uh, basically, what do I do well? I wanted her perspective. What's working? I'll, I asked her a couple other things. So I didn't just ask for an ego boost. I said, what do I do well? What can I work on? Uh, what do women expect, et cetera, et cetera. I asked her a handful of questions. So the first one was, what would you say that I do right? What, what works? What uh, do you like You know, in our marriage? She said, I thought it was such a great answer. She said, you make me feel wanted. You make me feel needed. You make me feel appreciated. And as I digested that and thought about it, and I tried to think, okay, I make her feel wanted. What do I do that probably causes her to feel that way? I make her feel needed. I wonder how I make her feel needed, et cetera. As I thought through that, I realized, man, this is, this is like the fundamentals, right? If we're going to go with the Michael Jordan analogy, this is layups, dribbling, passing. I mean, this is the absolute fundamentals. And this is appropriate because just before I started recording, I was watching The Last Dance. And uh, it's awesome. You guys have probably seen it. If you haven't, start checking it out. It's so interesting. And I love, man, I love the focus. I love the work ethic. It is so inspiring. And when I think about that, when I think about how, how hard Michael Jordan worked to be great at basketball and and basketball's cool and Michael Jordan's cool but to put it in perspective it is a game i think about how hard tiger woods worked to become tiger woods go on down the list whoever it is tom brady whoever whoever we need to talk about money mayweather who is probably, it's ironic that I would bring him up because I think he's kind of an asshole to women, but how hard we as men work at things like this that we care about. And I do, I don't know if I work at that level, but I work real hard on certain goals. I'm an entrepreneur. I've got businesses I'm building and man, I go at it. I get the hell after these things. We do it in our fitness. We do it in our work. The things we care about, if you're a freaking chess player, if you're a video gamer, whatever it is, if you're an artist, a musician, man, I used to woodshed on the guitar. A lot of you guys listening probably don't know that. I was a professional musician at one point. Uh, it, was, it was cool. I got to make my living that way. 
And by the end, I was pretty good at guitar. Man, I busted my ass on guitar. The level to which we work at these things that we care about, I start to think, what would be the equivalent of me working that hard and with that level of passion, with that level of uncompromising devotion, that type of vision that just stares down the freaking goal, no matter what's going on around you. Cause you got that tunnel vision because you like will not be stopped. What is the equivalent of treating my marriage that way? Well, I think Kelly's answer to this question, feeling wanted, feeling needed and feeling appreciated is a pretty strong start. That's a pretty solid foundation for that level of focus on this goal, which is more important than NBA championships. It is more important than selling my company for $100 million. It is more important than any other goal. This is it. I got to get to the end of my life and die. And, and right before I do, look at this and be like, I won. Everybody get off me. I freaking won. And this is why. Look at my family. So what is the equivalent to, to, to pour into my family? So I think it's, I think, I don't think this is the entire answer. I think that's probably a massive, massive, uh, complex answer, but I think this is a great foundation is finding ways to go out of my way to make sure my wife feels loved, feels, excuse me, feels wanted, needed and appreciated. So how can we do that? Well, in my email, and uh, for those who received this email, um, I guess this was probably a few months back now. You'll probably remember these. Uh, to me, I think that uh, our actions and our words, um, I believe that what we do in our marriage can usually be categorized into our thoughts, our actions, and our words. And so me, I want to think about, okay, what am I saying to my wife? What am I saying about my wife to others? Here's a quick, easy rule of thumb. Don't talk shit about your wife. It's not funny. There's so much other funny stuff that you just don't need that one. Even if you, even if it would be funny, you don't need that one. Come up with something else. Start treating that like it's sacred. Cause it is. If you hang out with me, you know, if you know me well, you know this is a rule I follow. If you don't know me well, you've maybe never noticed. I can almost guarantee that you've never heard me say a negative thing about my wife to you. I say almost because one time I was with a bunch of guys, really close friends of mine. We were at a cabin and somebody made a joke and I followed up with a joke about my wife and immediately in the group of guys, I go, uh, you know what? I got, I'm going to have to take that back. I shouldn't have said that. I don't make jokes like that about my wife. That's the one time that I can think of. So I'm careful about the words I say about my wife, as you should be. I'm very purposeful about the words I say to my wife. The words I say to my wife about her and the words I say to my wife about our marriage. I don't, I don't joke about divorce and I make sure that she understands how much I love her. And I say that to her multiple times a day. And there are times when I say it because I just feel so compelled by my love for her that I just can't help myself. I'm just so in love with you. And there's other times I say it because love is an action. It is a choice. 
and I don't live in a Disney movie, and so I'm not going to be carried on the wings of a song to love her every day. Sometimes I'm going to choose it. I can choose that. You can choose that. You don't have to wait until the emotions overwhelm you. In fact, that is not, if you've ever read the book, and I think I've referenced this in an email as well, The War of Art. Um, is that Stephen Pressfield? Maybe. He talks about a professional. So let's pretend, I mean, obviously being married is not your job, but if you want to be excellent, and this is sort of what I'm talking about, right? This is the difference between Michael Jordan, the basketball player, and somebody who's pretty decent. Michael Jordan freaking executes. He doesn't care if he feels like it. He doesn't care if he's tired. He obviously clearly doesn't care if he has the flu, we learned. He does not care. Get out of his way. He executes. He does not wait for the emotions to carry him. So if we're going to be professionals, I'm going to tell you guys, maybe I'm a little cocky about this. If you could get paid to be a good husband, I'd be well paid. I freaking bring it. It's not on accident. It's not because I'm better than you or anybody else. It's not because I'm smarter. It's not because I'm nicer. I just want it, man. I know what I want. I know what I want my fair, my family to look like. I'm not going to stop till it does, period. So if you're a professional, you don't wait for the emotion. You do the work regardless because you want the results. So the way that I, the way that I make sure my wife feels wanted is telling her that I love her. I also try to make it a point to uh, physically touch her, right? Like when we're going to bed, um, we face the just, this is coincidence, but we face the opposite ways. I, I sleep on my left side, period, every single night, and I face away from her. So before I do that, I lay there for 10, 15 minutes just with my hand on her hip or on her arm or whatever. And that's all. I just, it, it's just my way of saying, I care care about you. You're important to me. That's wanted. Needed? I think this is a new one. This this is this is not brand new, but this is newer for me seeing the fruit of this. And that's that I invite my wife into conversations. She may they're not necessarily conversations that I desperately need her in. They're maybe not even des- even conversations that she desperately wants to be in. Right? Recently we've been I've been getting her two cents on on the married man. Recently, I've been getting her two cents on a couple of real estate investment things I'm doing. Now, she's not that interested in real estate investment. Not really. And she trusts me. It's not, it's not getting her permission to do deals, but I have really seen the way that it has borne fruit to go to her and say, Hey, can I just get your two cents? Let me just sort of, you know, lay out this situation. You tell me what you would do. And it has led to some really cool conversations. And I will tell you guys, go try it. It's not magic, but try it more than once. It has created closeness. It has increased intimacy. And I think that that contributes to her feeling needed. There are plenty of areas where I obviously need her. I uh, could never do, you know, 2% of the job she does in raising our sons. She's phenomenal the way that she cares for them and what she does for our family. Um, But I invite her in to these other things where she may assume she's not needed. And I think that it really, I think it really, I don't know if I've talked about this on, on the podcast yet, but 
something that, that me and some of my friends talk about is making deposits, right? You make deposits in the relationship. And that's a deposit saying, hey, I, I value your opinion. I mean, that sends a lot of messages, right? I respect you. I res- so therefore, I want to hear what you have to say. I admire you. I need you. So I bring her into those conversations. Appreciated. This is so simple. Like the number of things that my wife does that I don't want to do or couldn't do if I wanted to, and certainly, certainly the number of things that I couldn't do well, it is, it is astronomical, right? We are two different people. It's beautiful the way it's designed. She is different than me and she is better than me at, at a large batch of things. She's so much better than me. And I'm so thankful she is very organized and detail-oriented, and I'm not. I'm Mr. Big Picture Man. I'm thinking about investing and building companies and building platforms, and and she's the one making sure the freaking ship does not sink. I'm like, we're going to we're going to discover the new land. She's like, there's a hole down here in the bottom of the boat. Like, should we fix that before we go? She's awesome, man. She compliments me so well. And so anytime I observe that, anytime I notice, oh, thank God she did that because I either A, can't, B, definitely don't want to, C, could, but I would suck at it, any of those, and that's a lot of different things. Anytime I notice that, I try to go out of my way. So I don't just say thank you. That's, that's a great step. I actually try to acknowledge what I just described. I'll try and say Thank you so much. Like, I honestly don't think I could have done that. I honestly don't think I would have remembered that. I honestly don't think I could have pulled that off the way you did. And just show her how much I appreciate that. Let me tell you something, guys. There is a, there is a, there's a group of men out there who aren't sure, but they think maybe that what I'm describing is being whipped or some version, some stupid version of that. Some Call it whatever you want. I'm here to tell you, I don't do these things because I'm afraid. I don't do these things because my wife told me, and if I don't, she's going to be mad. No, I'm a grown-ass man. I do these things because I know what I want. And when I get to the last 30 seconds of my life, and I know this is it, and I'm gone, baby, I'm going to look back at this, and I'm going to be like, Look what I did. Look what I built. No one can take that from me. This is not being whipped. This is me giving of myself voluntarily because there's nothing more fulfilling than living a life built on sacrifice for the sake of others. I know you know that. I don't want you to forget it. Guys, thank you for listening. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you in a week. Listen, I say this every single week, and I'm going to keep saying it. The meat and potatoes of the married man is this weekly newsletter I send out every Monday morning. It's probably about a four or five minute read, maybe at the most, maybe maybe a two to three minute read. And it is just meant to give you a little injection of inspiration, a little reminder of what's most important. So if you do nothing else, uh, please head over to themarriedman.co not C-O-M, not com, themarriedman.co. I didn't have the dough for the M. So go to themarriedman.co and subscribe to the newsletter. I send out an email every Monday morning. I send out a little video every Friday. 
And uh, man, that's really that's really probably the most substantial uh, content of the married man. So thank you guys for joining me, and I will see you in a week. Thank you.